So that direct correlation affects your bottom line. And that's not what you're in business for. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey guys, have you connected with me on Clubhouse yet? I'm really looking forward to meeting and talking to you. Check it out at Chris Ward Clubhouse. Let's connect. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day podcast. I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Dominique Hart. And she is here from Dynamic Endeavors, and she is a brand strategist. And we're just going to dive in super quick because she is just chock full of knowledge about branding and what we should be doing, the do's and do nots and why we need it and how it is far more interesting than most of us actually, you know, it's not about logos. Is that correct, Dominique? That's what it's not about. So let's just dive in and start talking. So let's see, you know what, Dominique, let's just start with the basic. What's the difference between what you'd call branding and visual branding? Yeah, I love that you asked me that question because I really have to set the record straight. A lot of people have been misled to believe that branding is your colors and it's all the visuals and everything like that. And that is not branding. Branding, the core of branding is all about who you are, what your message is, how do you want people to feel in your presence, whether that's a brick and mortar or online and or your store or even with your services when they're interacting with you directly right? So that is all the essence of branding and all that it it entails. Visual branding is taking those elements and communicating that through design, okay? Through design in a way that captivates your audience and brings them to you in a way where they want to find out more about you, where they feel that presence that you want them to feel. And that is what visuals create. It's that visual um, um, vision, right? That makes everybody see themselves in what you do. Okay. So let me unpack this for a second, make sure I got this clear. All right. So for me, I'm described by most people as a high energy or positive person. And I really do want your business to support your life instead of consuming it. And I'm all about, it's a new day and have fun. And, you know, you're not supposed to be grinding it out. That which, you know, is, doesn't kill you, I think makes you tired. So that would be my brand of, you know, whatever word you want to describe, energy, positivity, results. No, I'm all about no fluff, get results. Okay, so there. Then my... Visual brand, when I wrote my book, When the Hour, When the Day, that's what I said to the person doing the cover. I said, I really wanted to be, you know, when you talk about team building or productivity, it's very dry and heavy. And, I, and it, it's systems don't sound sexy, but they are the backbone to your business. Let's do something hopeful. So there's this yellow and there's like the sunrise and there's just freshness and there's a light lightness to everything that we do. And we add a lot of color to it. So those would be, am I clear and understanding those will be what you mean in the two differences? 
Yes, absolutely. So the vision and the mission and the message that you wanted to create was the brand itself, okay. right? Yeah. How you wanted people to feel, right? At the end of the day, after they've implemented their systems and everything of that nature, how did you want them to feel? That is when those colors communicated that. So okay. now, because of your intention and your vision for when the arrow in the day, now when people see that cover, they're like, oh, this might not be so bad after all. Oh, okay, maybe I, I should be looking at this differently. Oh, this is different. Let me read more, right? So that's what visual branding does for your business. And it reflects in your ROI. Okay, so also this is where I think, and this is why we have you here, where most people go, you know, can go rogue or wrong really quickly. And I know I did this years ago where, you know, uh, you would put your shoulders back and think, okay, all the book learning I paid for college and university. So I would try to come off, not I wouldn't say professional, but when I met people, when I worked with them a bit, they'd say, oh, you're fine, you're high energy. But I thought my initial presentation had to be more formal and dry because I'm a grown up person trying to be professional. And so then really what was happening is there was a disconnect in the brand. And so people do that all the time where they think, oh, but my competitors use a color red and they're making a lot of money. So I should do that. Or I'm trying to act like a bigger company than I am. So there's this disconnect when you're trying, when you're looking around your environment and you think you should be acting a certain way. But again, I know it sounds silly, just be yourself, but sometimes you think there's different versions of yourself, like this work, Chris, home, Chris, right? So that's also an area where people go wrong is think, thinking too much, I guess. Yeah. And here's the thing about that, Chris, and I'm glad you brought that up because one thing that can't be shaken when it comes to being the amazing service provider, especially everyone who's going to be tuning in, you can't fake being yourself. Eventually, the real you has to come out. And when you're providing your valuable services to your clients, the real you and the genius that you share with your clients every single day, it's eventually going to come out. So if you're trying to personify this image of what you think you should be, you're doing your business and your brand a disservice because eventually that real you is going to come out. So if you're a really happy, chippery person, and when you speak initially, you're really stoic and this and yeah. this, eventually your clients are going to see a different side of you. And when they see that different side of you, and if they really are your people and they see that real side of you come out, they're going to be like, where have you been this whole time? Oh, I had no idea you were really like this. I love you. Why or get that <laughs> Why get yeah. that later when you can get it now? Right. And you know what? Or or the opposite. What happened to me many years ago is I was going back and forth like a ping pong. I was making myself crazy because I would have something. So a lot of people, I think the, the kindest thing you can give people is the truth. I think it's misleading and cruel to give them misinformation because then they're chasing the wrong things, right? So then I would have people where I had to be, who didn't appreciate that, that they felt it was abrupt or blunt, right? And so then I would be dealing with, let's say client A, and I would say things a little bit more polished, a little bit more flowery, really dancing around the bush a little bit and seeing what they could handle and being gentle. And then I would go to my client B who were my people and they'd say, Chris, what we love about you is you just get to the point. What's all this stuff? Just get to the point. But I would be going back and forth from appointments in a day and I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, because an hour ago that other person thought I was rude. And then I go back here and I'd be back to the point with person A and they think I was rude. And so really, frankly, I, was, I wasn't finding my people and I was offending every second person because I was being the wrong dynamic with the wrong individual. And none of it was inauthentic. It wasn't that I was being insincere, but I was watering myself down and therefore finding the wrong people. Absolutely. And here's okay. the thing about business, Chris, 
when you are in business and you are envisioning this amazing business that you want to have, water a watered down version of you should not be a part of that picture, right? right. <laughs> you can't fully serve the world and be dynamic in that service if you are a watered down version of who you truly were meant to be. And so right. if you are watering yourself down, you're not really serving your high achievers who really don't want all that fluff. They're like, I got, I got too much going on. I, I need, I don't want anyone to waste my time. Chris, get to the point. We love that about you. That's what your moneymaker is, right? right. As opposed okay. to someone else who does like the fluff. So clearing all that stuff out serves you so much in the end. Okay. So then why is it important, you know, to really then dive into the visual brand and not to just skip that step and say, okay, well, it's social media. So I'm going to hop out there and you're going to see me be all Chris all the time. So at the end of the day, what, what difference does the color makes? Is it like me? I don't know. I was going to say, is it like, this is very profound. We're having a moment here. I was going to say, is it like me choosing a different top? What difference does it make? What clothes I make? But I did make a big shift to the clothes I wore. So there's a pointless point. So as I, you just sit there, Dominique, and I'm going to argue with myself and tell you as I have all these revelations, revelations connected to your topic, I'll just answer my own questions. Okay, no, no, go no, ahead. No, Chris, I'll take it from here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no. no, but it's so important because here, Here's the thing that happens, right? You end up, even if you decide, you, you tell your designer and you say, hey, yeah, I trust you. You get it. You go and do whatever you want to do. Just give me any color. I'm just going to show up and be amazing, right? No. Here's the problem that happens. There's a lot of frustration that ends up happening because even you yourself, if you're looking at a work that was not purely designed around what you had envisioned, you're eventually going to feel that frustration. Even if you want to bypass it and ignore it, eventually it's going to get to you and you're going to be like, you know what? This just does not feel like me. It does yes. not feel like what I yeah. want to truly say. And yeah. that frustration, once again, when you are serving people directly, there, there's no place for frustration like that, especially when you are the steward of that vision for that company. That's no a place at all. Oh, that's a powerful word, steward of yes. that company. Okay, that's a powerful word because I think you're right. I, I, I think we've all done this at one time, but we've definitely experienced it where somebody would hand you something back in the old days, like a business card. And then, then they start apologizing or they send you to a website and they say, oh, but we're like, they're, they're splitting their energy and they're saying, oh, but we're working on it because blah, blah, blah. And they're explaining because they did create it. And now they realize it doesn't look like them or the person you've now met in front of you. So they spend more time apologizing and explaining. So it, you're right. It's going to rise to the top. Exactly. And okay. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that, especially when people find out, you know, back in the old days when you're at a conference, they yeah. people find out that I'm a visual brand strategist. I get apologies galore. And here's the thing. If you're apologizing to me, you're apologizing to your other potential yeah. clients as well. So that yeah. direct correlation affects your bottom line. And that's not what you're in business for. When you hand someone your card, when you show someone your website, you should be proud and not proud for the sake of being proud. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, that work represents confidence. me and I, I want to tell it to the world, right? That's the confidence. If there's a disconnect in that confidence, yeah. if you're questioning yourself, I'm going to question you too. Make yeah. sense? So 100%. if you're not confident, 
I'm not confident that you might be able to help me too. Maybe I need to, I start thinking to myself, maybe I need to start looking elsewhere. Oh, nice to meet you. And you get the smile and then you never hear from them again. There's a reason why that happens sometimes. And a lot of times how people meet you and how people see you online and in other different publications or platforms matters that that is all in unison because that is a part of your message. You can't leave that on the back burner and you can't skip branding for the sake of design you have got to go there first before you come over into our world of design and visual branding you know what you brought up some really good points because confidence is confidence is confidence and you don't know where it begins and ends and you don't know what topic it's related to right so it doesn't matter if i'm standing in front of you and i'm nervous and shy and mousy and scared to use my words because i'm not confident at public speaking i'm just not confident i don't sound like I'm knowledgeable. So the confidence doesn't have a, a, an indicator of where it begins and ends. So you're right. Cause I know people, people will tell me when they see my cover, the, when the hour, when the day cover those, Oh, I, your book look really like there's a joke I heard when I was writing the book. And they said, you know, if, when you hear that saying, you don't judge a book by its cover, clearly you've never tried to sell a book. Right. So, <laughs> so when people see my book cover, it catches their eye and they say, Oh, this looks really interesting. And I feel like saying, I know I worked really hard on that. So it, I am really proud of that. I do think it catches your eye. I do think it's dynamic. I think it's really reflective of who I am and what's inside the book. That's very positive, easy read and quick takeaways. So when it does amplify confidence to me, and really you're right, it's about the cover and the colors and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And notice that when you got to that final cover and you've gone through the right steps, right? You've done the work, you've done the research, whether it be you faking it one moment and then coming to that realization point, that's time and effort and research that even your team did on your behalf, right? That mm -hmm. even your team did on the right, on your behalf to get to that end result where you look at it and you're like, that's it. Even if you didn't know what it looked like before, you knew that at the end of the day, when you saw it, you're like, yep, that's it right there. Yep, that's what we're going with. And now the people that are coming to you, they want to win the hour and win the day. They want to feel that same effect that you are portraying in your work on the website. That's another important thing, keeping it consistent, right? Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I will see a great book go to the website and the website looks nothing like the book, right? Or it doesn't even have the same professionalism and quality. So that lets me know this is a website you got done years ago, never touched again, but you put some work into this book. There's a disconnect there. There's a lot of storytelling in how design plays out across the board. It it's like they talk to one another. They're like, hey, yeah. I know when you started. Because <laughs> you're right. Because what happens is to me, if I look and the book look really good and the website looks very dated, it looks like, well, first of all, obviously the dated website weakens the book because then you think, oh, maybe they just got a good book cover or you think maybe they just got a one off like, oh, he did good on the book, but you know, whatever. And then there's other products where you sit there and you think, hmm, I love everything they do. I'm just sitting here waiting for you to, you know, give me something else that I can want. I'm just sitting here waiting to want something new, right? I have to figure it out. So you're right. It gets contagious when done well. And it's very disruptive when not. And I think it must be hard, I believe, in your industry, do people not, I, I would suspect people minimize this a lot and think it's just color. Like it's, what difference does it make? It's like Crayola crayons. What, like we're just messing around with color. So I think it's, it's wonderful you're so passionate about the message because I think it probably is undervalued a lot. 
Yes. And it is. And it's very true. Um, and especially given my background, I come from a corporate background, right? So I come from corporate advertising where image is everything, right? And here's the thing about our agency. We blend both of those worlds together with our entrepreneurs in our corporate backgrounds, right? So you have experienced designers who know the ins and outs of how this is supposed to go because we get it. Even though you're the visionary and you know you're that you're amazing and I believe that you are dynamically so, people you have who have never met you before do not know that and mm. people are judgy we are all judgy whether or not our mothers and fathers raised us to be that way or not there are some judgmental things about us when it comes to business because we don't have time to waste mm. right and so often that gets misconstrued with oh if i just slap a, a a logo on it if i everything will be all better i'm branded yep 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 i got it and they come to me with that confidence and then i look at it and we go in deeper and they're just like oh, there's more to this? And like, yes, yes, there's actually more to this because these are the elements that your audience is looking for that you bypassed because you didn't know. And it's not your job to know. We want yeah. you to just be show up and be amazing. Let us handle that. But it's important that the education must be sounded from the rooftops because it is part of your job as a business owner and an entrepreneur. So yeah, absolutely. It does get lost in the sauce for sure. And it's interesting too, because you don't notice little things as they're happening. Like you could key in Facebook or Coca-Cola. So obviously a newer company and then a much older company, but still even the both impressed me on the fact that there's a whole bunch of variations of their logo. So meaning that as time is moving forward, you know, in, even though Facebook has such a profound impact on our life, as far as, you know, the innovation of that platform, what happens is like, well, look at how many variations there are to that logo. So what's that about it? There must be a significance to that and a power to keeping fresh or that they've grown in, you know, who they are. And same thing with Coca-Cola. You think, all right, here's the Coca-Cola sign. It's done. You've been around for over hundred years. You should be secure in your position, but clearly there's a purpose to this branding. Absolutely. And that's really big. And that's, <laughs> This is something that not a lot of people know. And people are often shocked when they come to work with us. And we're like, yeah, you're going to get three different versions of your logo. They're like, what, 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 huh? Three. They're, and then I always get, is it more for that? I'm like, no, it's a part of, it's a part of the cost. And they're like, oh, and I said, it's a part of the cost because that's what you should have been getting in the first place. Mm. Notice, and I want to go back to that Facebook example. There's about three or four different variations for Facebook. There's the icon. There's a first, uh, uh, a primary logo and a secondary logo. Dominique, why do I need so many logos? You are not going to have a fair shot wherever your logo shows up. Sometimes your logo is going to have to stand out in a place where people can't read all of that text mm. in such a small, finite space, right? right. So you need an icon that represents your vision and your brand. This is why that research phase is so important and can't be missed, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have that stamp that represents your brand and your business where words cannot explain it for you, right? Mm -hmm. Where people can't shake your hand and learn more about you. You need that stamp. That's that icon. Now you have your primary logo, okay? That's the premier logo. This is the overall overall arching whenever majority of anyone sees your logo that's what they're going to see but guess what chris sometimes that primary logo is not going to look its best on different platforms sometimes you let's say you're working with an organization and they say hey we want to feature you in our publication or maybe you're sponsoring an event and say hey we need your logo so that we can put it on our materials 
all of their materials might not be friendly design wise to Mm. your logo. So you need a secondary logo so that it can match whatever platform they put it on. What do I mean by that? Sometimes, sometimes some of you have logos that are, are lined up one underneath another. Mm. Some publications can't really fit all of that text in that space. So what does a secondary logo come in? Maybe it's a longer version, elongated version of that logo that now it- Lateral versus horizontal or something. Yeah. Horizontal. So now your logo, your mission, your vision, and everything is still being communicated, even though it shifted a little bit. Coca-Cola does the same thing. Mm -hmm. So if the larger brands, and this is my message here, if the larger brands and corporations are doing it, why shouldn't you do that? When we're talking about growth and, and business growth and scaling and having all these conversations, I automatically start clenching my pearls because I'm just like, they have no idea that when it comes to scaling, that this is also a part of that conversation. And I don't want you to find that out after the fact. I want you to know now, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. So also you bring up a really good point too, because we've got a few minutes left, but what I would say to people is, you know, what's the time to refresh your brand? Because, oh my gosh, I've been in business over 12 years now and 12 years seems like 40 as far as all the things that have changed in the last 12 or 15 years with the, you know, with the platforms, the social media, the technology, I mean, my heavens, when I started, I needed a logo for print and one for one for online and one for print. Not saying you still don't print, but it's much smaller, right? So, you know, you change the technology changes, how every like everything's a lot more relaxed. It's all about being you and getting yourself out there as opposed to being the professional. So would you say every five years we should be looking at this? I would say about that, about three to five years. And why do I say that? Because that also matches the natural stages of growth with any business. Okay. So at every level that you are growing, whether you are, maybe you're expanding your services, maybe you're, and with the expansion of services, sometimes sometimes it also embodies an expansion of vision. So with that expansion of vision comes Ah. a new identity to match that. Also, it also goes with where your budget is, right? That's Mm. also stages of business growth. So let's say you're starting out and you don't have a massive budget to really fully brand yourself. Do what you can with what you know. And now because you guys are listening to this, now you know what to look for with any designer, any agency that you're working with. Hey, I need need an icon. I need a primary and I need a secondary logo. Can you do that for me? Fantastic. Nope, you can't. Gotta go, right? Mm. Because you wanna make sure that it's fitting for the growth you want. So and as you grow and and your budget becomes larger, now you know I have a larger budget now. I can really brand the way that I want to now. So there's a lot of different reasons why you want to look at your brand every three to five years, but also because you, especially if you're the service provider, you want to make sure that your brand is growing with you because you're not going to stay the same forever, nor should you. So it doesn't mean that you have to completely change your look. It just means that you may want to freshen it up a bit. Mm. You may want to add some different elements. I'm not telling you to change completely. You are who you are. Your brand is your brand. Your business is your business, but it should shift and change with you as you and your business as, and your business continues to grow and change. And you may also be looking to, or already attracting higher paying clients. So That's for right. sure. Okay, Dominique, you have been a blast. We are so thrilled to have you here. Where can people reach out and learn more about you and your your wise wisdom and all that you know about branding? 
Absolutely. So if they want to know more about me or even have me speak at their event or podcast or anything like that, head over to DominiqueHart.com. That is Dominique with a H-A-R-T like Kevin Hart, except we're not related. (laughs) So that's DominiqueHart.com. And then if they want to actually work personally with my agency, Dynamic Endeavors, and working with me and my amazing team of designers, they can absolutely do that by going to DynamicEndeavors.com. And in my world, Dynamic is always spelled with a K. So that is D-Y-N-A-M-I-K Endeavors, E-N-D-E-A-V-O-R-S. That's for all of my my Europe family out there. Uh, So that's dynamicendeavors.com. And Chris, I do have a little free gift that I can give you. We love free gifts. Yes. Okay. So here's an important thing. We were talking about this. Chris talked about this a little earlier about consistency, right guys? Mm -hmm. So I definitely want to make sure that you are keep, once you've gotten that logo, even the one you currently have, I'm about to say, when talk about when the hour, when the day, I'm about to save you a lot of time. So I want you to go to DominiqueHart.com slash style guide, right? That's a little bit easy for you guys. So I'll let you go there. DominiqueHart.com slash style guide. And you're actually going to get a good, awesome representation of the style guides we give to all of our clients. And you're going to get a chance to do that for your exact logo. Dominique, why do I need a style guide? Because a lot of you guys are working with designers and consultants and you're wasting time explaining Mm. what you want your brand and logo to be like when they're using it. So whether you have a VA, a designer, or a design team, or any kind of creative work, even videographers, you want to hand them this guide and say, hey, Here's our colors. Here's our exact colors, hex codes, right? If you don't yeah. know what a hex code is, we don't have time. Google that is right there for you. But you want the exact colors, right? You want the exact logo. You want the exact placement. No stretching of logos. No more doing that. Yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, yeah. Right? No stretching yeah. of logos. No putting all kind of fancy stuff on it. Treat the logo with respect and use the style guide and you'll see exactly what it's a template. So you can just pop your colors in there, pop your logo in there. It's so super easy for you guys. We made it easy for you. But when working with dynamic endeavors, you'll get a really, really good one. But we gave you a really good start for any type of logo that you have. Okay. No matter what stage of business you're in, this is for you and it's for free. Just tell us where to send it. Well, we love all kinds of free. Thank you so much, Dominique. Thank you. We appreciate you and everyone else. Until the next one, win the hour, win the day. This is Chris Ward. Thank you. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.